Welcome to the Sweat Simple Podcast. My name is Brooks Herbis and I'm an online fitness coach helping people simplify and make sense out of the all too confusing fitness and nutrition industry. In this episode, I answer some of your the most asked questions I get in my DMs and on TikTok. Chances are you've wondered about at least one of these. So grab a coffee, water, glass of wine, or lace up your walking shoes and let's dive in. Before we jump into the Q&A, I just wanted to talk about something that I think is on a lot of people's minds right now. And it's that this can be a tough time of year for your body image. You are trying on clothes from last season. A lot of those clothes probably show more of your body than what you've been wearing all winter. You're seeing a ton of social media messages about, you know, toning for summer and dieting for summer. And even if you have been feeling really great up to this point about your body and what you've been doing, the last couple weeks or even last couple days, you may be hearing this little voice in the back of your head telling you, oh, well, maybe I should lose weight for summer. And, you know, maybe I should go on a diet. And yeah, I maybe I don't like how my body looks. And first, I want you to know that that's normal. I sometimes have those feelings this time of year too. And I'm, you know, at a really good place with my relationship with food and exercise in my body. But, you know, just with all the messages you're getting this time of year, it's normal to have those thoughts. But I also want you to remember that you don't have to diet right now. You don't have to restrict any foods. You don't have to add a ton of cardio. You don't have to change anything if you've been really happy with what you've been doing up to this point. If you've been feeling good, if you've been feeling confident, do not let the random thoughts that you're having the past couple weeks change your course for summer. I want you to keep going. I also want you know to, to know too that if you try in a pair of shorts from last year or a bathing suit and they're not fitting the best and you don't really feel comfortable in them, buy a bigger size. There is no shame in that. There is nothing wrong with that. Our bodies change. They can even change season to season. And if you got to go buy a new summer wardrobe, that's fine. Feel Buy clothes and wear clothes that you feel comfortable in. No one at any of these social events that you're going to is going to give a flying poop about what size shorts you're wearing. And I, God forbid, hope that no one would even ask you what size shorts you're wearing, because if they did, that's kind of weird and you should maybe not hang out with them. But the size of your clothes doesn't matter. And if you have been feeling so good up to this point, do not stray from the course. Continue to do what you're doing and don't let yourself miss out on fun summer events because all of a sudden you got it in your mind that you are not in a place where you can be going out for summer or or we're in a bathing suit or whatever that looks like. The people at those events that you are making memories at do not care. They just want you to be happy and healthy. And that's what I want for you too. So do not ever feel the need to change your body, go on a summer diet, restrict your calories, do a ton of cardio. Try to silence that little voice right now that is telling you you need to make changes. If you have been feeling good about what you're been doing, 
even if that is a calorie deficit, you know, I love that you guys have goals and want to work on yourself. That's great. All I'm saying is don't turn that into something restrictive. Don't add more restriction, more cardio, just keep doing what you're doing. That's been making you feel so good and just stay on that path. So just wanted to give that little caveat because I know that this is a tough time of year for a lot of us in terms of body image. And now we'll just jump in to the Q and A. Um, so first question, this is one that I get all the time. Um, and it's based off the calorie deficit calculation, which I have everywhere. But if you don't know, it's just taking your goal body weight, multiplying that by 12. And those are your calorie deficit calories. You guys always want to know, do you need to subtract more calories from that calorie deficit? No, the calories that that calculation gives you, those are your deficit calories. Those are already taking the deficit into account. You do not need to subtract any more calories from that. So, you know, let's say you got 1800 calories from that calculation. 1800 calories is your calorie deficit. You do not need to modify that at all. People then also wonder, okay, well, what about calories from exercise? Can I get those back? You know, maybe you're Fitbit or my fitness pal adds 200 calories back to your total daily calories for exercise. Does that mean if you exercise for the day and burn 200 calories that 1800 becomes 2000 for the day? Again, no. The calorie deficit calculation takes exercise into account. It takes your daily activity levels and exercise already into account. You do not add back calories from exercise. One, because like I mentioned, it's already included in the calculation. But two, a lot of times that's those cal- like your Fitbit and your fitness tracker are not super accurate and they really have no way of predicting super accurately how many calories you're actually burning through exercise. And a lot of times it's a lot less than what those trackers are saying. So once you get those calories from that calculation, don't touch them, don't subtract, don't add leave them how they are. Try it for 30 days. Be consistent. Let me know what happens. Number two, which is super popular right now this time of year. How does alcohol impact weight loss? And keeping it super simple, you absolutely can drink alcohol and lose weight as long as you're staying in your calorie deficit. So alcoholic drinks, have calories. So if you're drinking them, you need to track them and they do count towards your calories for the day. So if you have a 200 calorie glass of wine, that would be a larger glass of wine. But if you have that, those 200 calories count towards your total calories for the day. As long as you are still in a calorie deficit at the end of the week, at the end of the day, at the end of the week, you're going to lose weight. Now, what I will say is the more alcohol you drink, the harder your calorie deficit is going to feel. Um, Obviously in a calorie deficit, you are eating less food anyways, and you might be feeling kind of hungry. So your number one goal is to always eat as much as possible while still staying in that deficit. Alcohol does not have nutritional value. So if a large chunk of your weekly calories are going towards alcohol, 
you're going to feel a lot hungrier and that cal calorie deficit is going to feel a lot harder. Um, you know, let's go back to that 200 calorie glass of wine. For me, that's about the same amount of calories as my afternoon snack. So if I'm in a deficit and I know that I want to have a glass or two of wine at night, that means I probably can't have my afternoon snack or I have to cut portion sizes on my lunch or whatever that looks like. But ultimately it means that I'm eating less food overall for the day. So a lot of times those days do feel a lot harder. Your energy might be lower and your hunger levels are going to be higher. So that's just something to keep in mind that yes, you can absolutely drink alcohol. And as long as you're in a calorie deficit, you will lose fat but your calorie deficit might feel harder if you're consistently giving a lot of calories away to alcohol. There's also a few other things that are important to note, like alcohol impacts your sleep and poor sleep quality is going to really F with your hunger hormones. So you might notice that the day after drinking, if you don't sleep very well, you're a lot hungrier, your cravings are more intense and those are all things, again, that can make it a little bit harder to stick to your calorie deficit. Lastly, alcohol impacts your recovery, and that's going to impact your workouts. So if you're drinking on a pretty regular basis, your workouts might start to suffer. You might not be able to, you know, lift as heavy and gain as much strength. Uh, so definitely something to keep in mind, especially if you have a lot of performance goals in the gym. To summarize all of this, can you have a few drinks every week and your deficit is going to be totally fine and unaffected? Absolutely. Should you be drinking, you know, five to seven drinks multiple times a week when your main goal is fat loss? Probably not. It's just going to make everything feel a lot harder. And if you still want to drink to that level every single week, I would really, really reevaluate if fat loss is what you want to focus on right now. If you want more flexibility in your nutrition for those extra drinks, bump up to maintenance. That is totally cool. But if you really want to prioritize fat loss, I would really take a look at your alcohol consumption and see if it's, you know, something that's manageable to do while you're in a calorie deficit, or if you should maybe start, you know, cutting back on a couple drinks here and there throughout the week. So Number three, is it normal for my weight to stay the same or go up if I'm in a deficit? Um, no surprise, a lot of these questions do have to do with fat loss because that is most of the questions that I get. But yes and no. Is it normal to have daily fluctuations in your weight? Absolutely. Are you going to have weeks along the way where your weight stays the same or even increases a little bit? Absolutely. Should your weight be trending down over time though, on average? Yes. So this is why I recommend weighing yourself daily because then you have seven data points for the week and you can take the average weight of those and that's kind of your weekly average weight. Again, you will have some weeks where your weight stays the same, some weeks where it drops, and then every once in a while you are going to have a week where it increases. But should the downward pattern or should the pattern be trending downward over time? Yes. So if, you know, over the course of four weeks, you've only maintained or increased, you're probably not in a deficit and you need to really take a look at your consistency or your calories 
um, and make sure that you're actually in a deficit. Um, you know, obviously make sure that you're taking measurements too. The scale isn't the, the only thing to look at, but over a long period of time, if you are truly in a deficit, you should be having some downward trend, whether it's on the scale, in your progress photos, or in your measurements. Um, but don't freak out if the scale stays the same one week or even increases. That is so, so normal, especially if you've had you know a big drop in the scale recently. A lot of times you're not gonna see these consistent drops week after week. Your weight will stabilize a little bit and then you're probably gonna see another big drop. Next question is about strength training or just training in general. And does the type of shoe you wear matter? Like with most things, it depends. So when you're doing a heavy lower body workout, you do really want connection with the floor, especially in exercises like deadlifts. And to get that true connection with the floor, a flat soled shoe is going to be better. So, you know, like a Converse or I know people are really liking those Nike blazers right now. I personally love Noble training training shoes. Um, those are great. Are these absolutely necessary? No. If you, you know, if you're not trying to make like some serious gains in the gym and you're really just trying to consistently go to the gym, strength training, whatever you have, you don't need special shoes. If you start getting serious about building muscle or if you're feeling, you know, really unstable when you're working out lower body, you're kind of wobbling all over everywhere. Um, then you probably don't have a great connection to the floor. And I would start thinking about maybe getting some specific training shoes that are flat sold. But this is one of those things that people like to get really dialed into. And it's a small nuance, um, you know, so focus on the big picture first and just getting to the gym, getting to the gym consistently, following a training program. Then you can worry about what the heck type of shoes that you're actually wearing. Sweet. So number five, what should you do if you're eating balanced meals in a calorie deficit, but you're still hungry? This is a fantastic question because I think people are really afraid of hunger. Like they're like, I, I should never be hungry. And in a calorie deficit, some level of hunger is actually normal. You don't want to be starving all the time. You don't want to be feeling absolutely ravenous. You don't want to be incredibly low energy. Of course not. But some level of hunger is normal. <laughs> and that that's okay. Um, so if it's just like really manageable, low level of hunger, totally fine. Keep going. If you're ravenous all the time, I would really take a look at your calorie deficit first. Is it too low? How did you come up with those calories? Did you go for a really restrictive level of fat loss to try and lose weight a lot quicker? If you did, your calories might be a little bit too low. So I would think about maybe bumping those up a little bit. Um, or, you know, maybe your activity levels are just much higher than what you thought they were when you calculated. So, you know, you, you need a little bit more to fuel your body and still lose weight. Don't be afraid to bump up your calories a little bit if you're extremely hungry like this. That is totally fine. I would also take a look at your protein. So, you know, you say you're eating 
balanced meals, but that can mean a lot of different things um, depending on what your definition of balanced is. Um, so I would actually set a specific protein target and try to hit that. So for most people, you really wanna shoot for 0.7 grams to one gram of protein per pound of goal body weight. So just to keep it super easy, let's say your goal body weight is 150 pounds. This is all in pounds. You want to be eating about 105 grams to 150 grams of protein per day. So I would track your protein for a couple of days. If you're falling like way under that, get your protein up. That's going to make you feel a lot more full. That's really going to help, um, you know, your hunger levels. So try and center, you know, all your meals around protein, try and have protein filled snacks. Those are really going to help your hunger levels a lot. Along with that, look at your meals. Are you eating volume foods. Um, so these are foods that you can eat a ton of for not a ton of calories. So you're able to eat more food without necessarily eating more calories. So things like vegetables, fruit, especially like watermelon and berries, um, popcorn, oatmeal, those are all really great volume foods. So pair protein with a volume food at every single meal. So, you know, Make sure you're getting carbs and fats too, but that could look like, um, you know, pasta salad on a big bed of greens to make sure that you're getting that volume in, um, or, you know, a big yogurt bowl with a ton of fruit in it. Uh, those are all really great ways to add a ton of volume to your meals, add extra food without necessarily adding a ton of calories. Gonna make you feel a lot more full. Lastly, take a look at how long you've been in this deficit for. It might be time for a maintenance break. If you have been super consistent in this deficit for eight to 12 weeks and you have not really had a ton of hunger up to that point, it's been like really manageable. And all of a sudden your cravings are super intense. You're having a really hard time sticking to your deficit. You're feeling exhausted. It's time for a maintenance break. Take a week or two or even a month and bump your calories up to maintenance. Give yourself a physical break, let your hormones reset, give yourself some more energy, give yourself a mental break too. Like being in a calorie deficit is sometimes really mentally draining. So give yourself that maintenance break and then you can go right back into your deficit. Or maybe you decide you just really like maintenance and that's, that's where you want to be. That wraps it up for this episode of the Sweat Simple Podcast. Thank you guys so much for submitting questions. I love being able to talk about these topics in a longer form than I can in just my Instagram stories or a 60-second TikTok video. I truly appreciate it. If this was helpful, if you think a friend would like it, please consider rating, reviewing, sharing it to your Instagram stories. All of that helps a ton. If there are any other topics you want me to cover, please shoot me a DM and I would be happy to dive into them on the podcast. But just in general, thank you guys so much for being here and I hope you have a great rest of your week. Thank you.